This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. November 1st, 1950. It's a sunny and unseasonably warm afternoon in Washington. Two well-dressed men walk along Pennsylvania Avenue across the street from the White House. They're walking towards each other, approaching from opposite directions and about to meet in front of Blair House. That's where President Harry Truman is living while the White House living quarters are being remodeled. The White House is surrounded by fencing and vast lawns or gardens on all sides, but Blair House is just a regular row house fronting on the sidewalk. You can walk right up to it. And that's what the two well-dressed men do. Griselio Torresola is coming from the west. Oscar Collazo is coming from the east. They have guns. There's a guard booth outside Blair House. Torresola surprises Officer Leslie Kofelt there, shooting him four times. On the other side of the entrance, Collazo steps up to a cop who's standing on the front steps. He pulls the trigger, shoot Donald Birdzell in the back, but he hadn't put a bullet in the chamber. Birdsell turns just as Collazo finally gets a shot off. It hits Birdsell in the knee, and he tumbles toward the street on purpose to draw fire away from the house. The shots are heard inside by Secret Service agents who rush toward the front door, but also by President Truman, who'd been taking a nap in his bedroom on the second floor. He goes to the window and looks out, wondering what the commotion is. He's in his underwear and his window is directly above a wild shootout on the Pennsylvania Avenue sidewalk. A Secret Service officer spots him and screams at him to get back inside, get away from the window. The president retreats. Torresola, who had shot the cop in the guard booth four times, also shoots another officer, Joseph Downs, who manages to scramble to the basement door, go inside, and lock it. Torresola is reloading when he's shot. He falls over a hedge. Leslie Kofelt, the cop he'd shot in the guard booth, had struggled to his feet, braced himself against the booth, and shot Torresola in the head, killing him instantly. The Secret Service agents who had rushed out of the house shoot the other attacker, Collazo, and he falls at the foot of the Blair House steps. The assassination attempt is over. An attacker and a police officer, Kofelt, who collapsed right after firing his dramatic shot, died. The other attacker, Collazo, and two guards are wounded. The attackers were natives of Puerto Rico, residents of the Bronx. They were members of the Puerto Rican Nationalist Party, which wanted independence from the United States. They'd hatched their assassination plot a few days earlier in response to armed uprisings across Puerto Rico, starting on October 30th. They'd hoped to reach the front door of Blair House just as President Truman was leaving to attend a memorial service at Arlington National Cemetery. They were off by a few minutes. They knew they were probably on a suicide mission, but they were hoping to call attention to the cause of Puerto Rican independence and punish the president, who the Nationalist Party felt had betrayed them. Collazo's wife, Rosa, was arrested on conspiracy charges in the Bronx. 
She told reporters she hadn't known her husband was planning to try to kill the president. She said he told her he was going to Puerto Rico, not Washington. But she wasn't sorry about it. Why should I be sorry, she said. We voted for Roosevelt and Truman because they promised us independence and we did not get it. Roosevelt is dead, so we can't blame him. For every million dollars Truman gave us, she said, meaning Puerto Ricans, he took back two million. Rosa Collazo spent eight months in jail, but she was released without a trial. Oscar Collazo recovered from his injuries and was convicted of trying to assassinate the president. He got the death penalty, but Truman commuted it to life. In 1979, President Jimmy Carter commuted it again to time served, and Collazo returned to Puerto Rico where he died in 1994. With his would-be assassins lying dead and wounded on the Pennsylvania Avenue sidewalk, President Truman left Blair House by the back door. He kept his appointment at Arlington National Cemetery, where he appeared unruffled as he spoke at a service for British Field Marshal Sir John Dill. His press secretary, Charles Ross, said, I never saw a calmer man in my life. Truman said he wasn't worried. He said he was a World War I veteran and he'd been shot at by professionals. A reporter asked him what he would have done if one of the attackers had managed to reach him, gun in hand. He said, heck, I would have taken the gun away from him, shoved it up his gullet, and pulled the trigger. This has been Not Your Century, a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Audrey Cooper, Editor-in-Chief. Get great journalism today at sfchronicle.com. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your story.